0: You're listening to the podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Uh welcome to the 18th episode of the High Vibe Guys. You got your boy Jamond Booz. You have the esoteric Easy Water explaining uh you just explained it. I ain't say you was the origin uh, originator of the concept. <laughs> Although he kind of is in my mind. The mitochondriac
2: mac. <laughs> uh, I don't know that <laughs> that was funny. That KT, was KT said, "Young Mido just stick Young
1: Mido Young Mito in the building, man." And then uh, a kill wearing, wearing the same hat back to back. Shout out to Rafa. That's for Rafa, bro.
3: <laughs> I got I got a nice hat collection, but bro. I wear this this hat like on a daily basis, bro. I want I the know. I, know. I want the message to get Jay's, across,
2: bro. Everybody need to get all the colors. I you swear, got purple, green, red, Facts. blue. I got to get me one of those.
3: uh, Make seven mile healthy again.
2: Make seven mile healthy. That's why the Instagram. If anybody want to tap in, is make the hood healthy again or neighborhood grocery. You can follow them on either one of those. uh, Or Pharaoh Rafa.
3: F A I R O underscore R A F A. That's one hundred percent how you spell it. Okay. F A I R O.
2: Spelling last time, so let me underscore.
3: R-A-F-A. Big shout-outs to Rafa.
2: Shout-out to
1: the Spelling Bee champion in the building. Gang, gang, cast tech.
3: (laughs) Cast tech, cast tech.
1: Oh, man. I want to give another quick shout-out to another black-owned business very quickly. Um, Maurice's High Tech Auto um, in Midtown. Um, Just because my friend Stacy said I should give him a shout-out, I just recommended that she go there. And if you ever met Maurice, he is a really nice dude. He's really dope. You, you know Maurice?
2: I got my car from my my last three cars. Yeah, Maurice is a dope dude, man.
3: And I um, need to check him out. I need a whip.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> right there
3: by Woolbred and West Grand. Okay.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, shout out, shout out to him because he blew up to over the past five years. You, I remember when I used to go to Maurice initially, like 2013, and it'd be like a car to there. And like you go now, it's like you got to almost do like a reservation or something like that. Cause Maurice got business, you know what I mean? Check out his Yelp reviews. Excellent, excellent, excellent customer service. And then it's a father-son owned business. Ugh. Real nasty, real nasty in a good way. Like, uh,
3: yeah, don't, don't, don't do it. In I was I do yeah. gonna do Kanye,
1: like <laughs> bad meaning good, not yeah. bad meaning bad. Yeah, don't. Uh-huh, it's too just late. don't.
3: Uh-huh. It was, it was never too late because it was terrible. To just, yep.
1: With. Oh, okay. Big facts. <laughs> oh, man. What's cracking, y'all? What's none up? Not much, man. Uh, feeling good. Got this hair out of my eye. That was traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> you said you couldn't sleep. Man, I couldn't sleep uh, a wink. Literally, you know what I mean? I literally couldn't wink, and I got out. of Freaking sleep last night. Uh yeah. Uh, it's I saw back them
2: eyebrows, bro. Put some a rag with some some warm water on it. Uh,
1: Asa really does know a little bit or a lot about everything. He gave Big me facts. he gave me a, a full philosophy on how to get a hair out of my eye in the car. Like multiple ways to do it. Fall backwards, blink
2: twice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jump off your porch with your eyes wide open.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo,
1: do you have any large leaves in your
2: backyard? <laughs> it's like how you go <laughs> fuck you going with this shit. <laughs> um so how you guys doing, Asa? I'm smooth, man. I'm feeling incredible mm-hmm. right now. That B Day energy, bro. It's, it's Ah, That's angry. right. Yeah. Asa's birthday was yesterday. Shout out to the young king. Yeah.
1: Happy solar return. Yeah, God serious. body. Oh, you know what? I actually was gonna bring this up too, man, because I was like I was trying to think about how to say happy birthday in a way that was cool, like in the Asa appropriate way. <laughs> and like I'm like, H A P I <laughs> underscore <laughs> rotation slash solar uh, uh Earth yeah. return. I said, damn. How the hell you tell this fool happy birthday and not look like a jackass. <laughs> not he's so too much deep.
3: not look too much like a Westerner.
1: Yeah, man. You know, like like I've actually studied something recently. I was about to hit up Rod I was about to hit up a and be like, yo, tell me how to tell him happy birthday. <laughs> In his language.
2: Nah, anyway, it's cool. I appreciate y'all, man.
1: We appreciate you, and I'm glad that you're having a great birthday, man. Uh, what would you do for your
2: birthday, bro? What I do every day, bro. Just cruise, relax, got some money, spend some quality time with my loved ones, do some studying. Every day feel like a birthday to be honest, man. Oh, uh, that's I the mean, way to go. I that's how you're supposed to live. Point to, you know, dictate the energy going on in my life, you know, from the, the moment I wake up to when I go to sleep. So what do that look like? What do that look like when you wake up? It varies because the sun is in different positions. Hold on. Apparently. I, I, why was the sun light if you have on a mask? Cause the this You're is, savage. as of, uh, I mean, we can explain it, sure. anything is explainable. So, as above, so below, as within, so without, hit you with you know the axioms off rip. But and the gang. thing is, the sun, keep in mind, is the determiner of the uh, circadian rhythms and the horary rhythms and all the peak times and rest times and the, the cycles inside the body. So, you bowing down to it regardless. That's mm-hmm. the, the god of this realm or universe, you know, if you will. But, anyways, back to what you were saying. Or what does that look like It varies Because our position And relationship to the sun You know Is moving about A degree at a time mm-hmm. So every 30 days It might look like Something different mm-hmm. But for the most part When I wake up I make sure I get the little Close out meditation in And project And kind of slightly Mentally plan And rehearse The activities That I want to go about That day And then before I go to sleep mm-hmm. I try to um, Or I do Because yeah We throwing out the T word All the young folks We don't try Trying we, is a curse we, word We do it Learned that in Kempo class. Will will not.
1: Indeed. Shout out to 36 Chambers University. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to have them on here very soon, too. Oh, and I like one thing you said, too, because yesterday was a prime example of, like, when I don't think through my day, how much of a waste it's going to be. And, like, uh, I realized you got to be real strategic with your thought process in order to have an effective and productive day and not just be busy all day. Because um, I definitely had somebody cancel on me. I've had a nine to three thing to do, and they canceled late last night or the night before and like i didn't think about what i was gonna do i just woke up and the first three hours of my day was like me walking around the house in circles you
2: know what I mean?
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey puppy that's what meditation <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: that's that meditation right there just plug it in and listen mm-hmm. and you you'll naturally because if you if you notice your your your, your intelligence your innermost attitude intuition is always telling you what to do right mm-hmm. and most of the time we'd be hard-headed but even if we are hard-headed, if we tap back in, it'll give us another route. But it's always trying to, you know, suggest to you or steer you in a direction that's going to propel you, you know, or improve you or something. So next time, just sit down and be still for like a couple minutes, five minutes, and just listen, and you'll get the answer and the instruction from the inside out.
1: Yeah, and I'm working on my meditation. I'm definitely trying to get more in tune and just just listen to my breathing, you know And I mean, mm-hmm. and, and focus in on that. And let whatever comes comes to it.
2: What you been noticing so far with the breathing since you've been breathing consciously?
1: When you breathe consciously, for me, I would say that um, your just your your base level body functions become more apparent. You know what I mean? And when I say that, like uh, I give an example. Yesterday, uh, day before yesterday, I was I was at a place and um, I got really frustrated trying to rent my car. And like uh, in the moment, as he's saying, we kind of me and the killer going through a process right now. And um, one of the things like I, I I realized I could do immediately was control my breathing, and controlling my breathing made me feel my heart almost. You know what I mean? Like I could feel that my energy kind of surging through my body, and I was at least able to calm myself back down. So I mean, like I can't levitate quite yet, but that's that's coming <laughs> next. But definitely just like having a, my getting in tune with my body more. And even the whole process of what we're doing right now is just making me recognize, like, I got to get in tune with my body. Like, mm-hmm. we're out of sync. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're not functioning as one. It's like this right here, my brain and my body are two different entities right now. Mm-hmm. And I am definitely trying to put them in line with each other so I can kind of walk through this mentally and physically um, in tune with what's going on around me and what's inside of me. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yes, that was a long answer. No, it was it was – right them, on right on time them deep breaths work yeah. man they do they definitely. three
3: deep breaths in any situation where you feeling like anxious or upset or nervous will instantly yeah i've done it in all those aspects being upset and taking three deep breaths instantly like huh. all right cool all right so what?
1: what's next Focuses on that base level function, that base level function of your body. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of just realign, re puts you back in tune with your body. Um, and this whole conversation is going in the direction of where the show was kind of going. And I, But before that, kill we were talking about, like, how our days are going and all that. I just wonder.
3: Dang. That's a day and nothing else, huh? <laughs> well, I, that's Wowzers. What, that, that's why I'm
1: coming back to you. That's why I'm coming back to you. I here.
3: understand. Young Mito is the coolest <laughs> dude in the world. Everybody <laughs> in Detroit want to be like him, but like my day important too, booze.
1: That's why I was coming back to you yeah, silly day, bro.
3: How how was my day yesterday?
1: What's was going on with you?
3: For, man, so much fly shit is coming, bro. Yeah, so much fly shit is coming. I'm doing the psychedelic conference this week, and I was with Mama Ayana yesterday. A couple of days this week cleaning up uh, the church that we're doing it at, and. Just getting, you know, a vibe of the place or whatever. It it's it's been phenomenal, bro. Mm. I uh for a period, probably like a couple of weeks ago, I was eating really terribly. Mm. Like terribly. Eating uh I, 20s. man, I ate an impossible burger from Burger King.
2: Impossible? 'Cause it's where where burger.
3: we yeah, where we live, like is a Burger King right on the corner. And I was starving one day, and I walked to the Burger King. and was like, "Let me get an Impossible Burger, man!" Instantly, felt like trash. And I told myself going into this week, starting Sunday, that I was just gonna like change the whole the whole process, my whole program of eating. So
2: that's the it, perfect
1: segue, too,
3: bro. It ta- it ta- this is a crazy thing about
1: Burger King to to. to uh- <laughs>
2: No, because he got the vegan thing off the menu. uh but this, yeah,
3: right. But this is this is the crazy thing about like how you eat and how it affects your body and your mind state. So I could tell now, in hindsight, when I was eating like trash, I was real lethargic. I didn't have like tons of energy to do certain things. I would make excuses for myself. Yeah, like I'm gonna work out tomorrow. Yeah, I ain't got time right now. As soon as the end of Sunday hit, I started eating like I'm supposed to Sunday morning. As soon as the end of Sunday hit, going into Monday, I was on tip, bro. Yeah, I woke up on tip like, all right, uh, you got five seconds to start working out. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. Sun salutation, push-ups, did some of my Kempo training, just went straight into it. And then from that, went straight into reading, and then went straight into taking a bike ride right? like it was like everything was back to back back to back yeah. and i was it wasn't even like i was forcing myself to do it it was just like i want to do this I, i'm i feel high mm-hmm. and when you eat a certain way when you hydrate it you feel high bro like a natural high
1: i double. So. I, I enjoy them days when, when when it's just like everything is automatic you know what i mean like the next phase the next task is is just like like it comes in that, but yeah, I, I feel you, man. Those are great days.
3: Yeah, bro. So that's that's the tip I've been on. Real heavy, real heavy. Projecting my day, I watch tons of YouTube videos. <laughs> tons. <laughs> my man, Doctor Joe Dispenza Love boy. that guy. Boy, oh boy. Love that guy. Mm. He be on tip, bro. Reprogram, reprogramming your mind. Quick little tips, like yo. Why are you focusing on the past? You can't change
1: that.
2: Mm
3: focus on the present and by focusing on the present you're building your future so in the present you're saying i can't do xyz you're not gonna do it you know what i'm saying but if you just jump into a task like with my brother just jump into the detoxes now you got this big flourishing source of income that's like second nature people begging you for it i didn't hit this fool up like five times in the last week or so and just Hey man, I need a tea tonight, bro. I'm...
2: With the arm scratch.
3: T- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like a straight fiend, bro. Pookie. Like Pookie. But yeah, man. All that to say, this is this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal month. July has been a dope month.
1: I see how you just tried to pass up uh Asa on um, like the good day. Like, how many uh your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, and you kind of, you kind of like you said earlier about a segue, man. You talked about a uh, the vegan cheeseburger from um, Burger King, and um, we kind of were talking earlier, just throwing around like how there are a lot of pseudo and there's false information everywhere, and then there's just a lot of people who really don't really study the philosophy very deeply. And for me, like one of the things I, I talked about with the guys earlier was like. There is a lot of information that might go over your head in the show sometimes. It goes over my head sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm the most novice at some of the, I'm the most novice being, I'm more of a novice at a lot of information that comes out of Asa's mouth than the kill is. Um, And I've learned to not, to not disbelieve you, but more to accept that I don't understand. And um, there are some people who I don't believe. Some, you know, some people who I just feel like be talking out of the side of their neck. And um, that's kind of what we were kind of getting to today about one of our show topics was, is like how you kind of got to where you are as far as your your knowledge, um, what you believe in, uh, or even like uh, now you kind of like uh, are not bashing vegans, but you're bashing vegans who are claiming to be better than others. You know what I mean? Um, Is that accurate?
2: I wouldn't say I bash them. That's that's more so like the arm of somebody. Dominic, no. he's like Dominic Combs like, Yeah, look, them, them, them <laughs> vegans. And he's what's like, up? <laughs> I got the superpowers.
3: He said that while cooking
2: uh, pork this ribs. Big, <laughs> pork steak. Right. Because he's that, showing dude. it, he's asking the question, like, Okay, I'm out here eating all this meat. How many vegans got powers that match my power level? Like, Facts. nobody. Yeah. I ain't never seen one person. Yeah. You know? No. So you could, could toot his horns, you know, rightfully. Mm-hmm. But when I, what we're saying is that, um, or trying to, Communicate to the vegans Because it's more so To and for them So they don't have that That belief That they're like Entitled to Or have this exclusive Privilege to vibrations That Um, the average person doesn't mm -hmm. Because the truth is Like somebody could be vegan All day For 10 years straight Right But they could be Eating things that are Super dense Or that don't provide The best vibrations to them And somebody could have a farm And be eating halal meat eating whatever they, you know, mm-hmm. all this meat eater stuff, drinking, mm-hmm. whatever type of stuff they be doing, but they working out every day faithfully mm-hmm. and they super hydrated. They going to outlive that vegan mm-hmm. and they're going to be able to outperform that vegan, you know, with most type of situations.
1: So I believe what he just said, the impossible burgers and vegan hot dogs, the processed and, and vegan and vegan ice cream. Not that it's the worst thing because uh, you probably could do worse and be eating chitlins, but I think what he's trying to say is like, man, it's still bad vegan food out here. And I think I know for sure, vegans personally who have been lifelong. I got a, I got somebody I'm close with. Not gonna say that information. And it's seriously, they don't
3: know who it is as soon as, as oh, soon well, here. they hear.
1: They're not listening to this. They are Jehovah's Witness. They ain't get on the podcast. Oh, uh, and they now now they know who it is. So <laughs> <I'm> like, ah, oh, <laughs> who's known me? His whole life was a vegan. It's a Jehovah's Witness. Well, sorry, cousin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but my cousin, damn. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. <laughs> Just say his
3: name, nah, Jesus. A girl, even, worse. Oh, like you even worse. A savage booze.
1: But uh, my cousin has been a vegan for probably 20 plus years and um uh, has been very obese the whole time, you know what I mean? Mm. But I also remember her eating pints of ice cream, mm. pints of them fake chicken nuggets, you know what I mean? I mean, not pints, but bags of those chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. and like uh. I didn't even really process it then because I thought she was doing something better than me. But I can't remember her eating a salad. Mm. And, man, you know I love you, girl. Please never listen to my podcast. <laughs> she like, I'm going to check this out today. I
3: yeah. really love my cu-
2: <laughs> Can I speak on that obese part real quick? 18 is my lucky number. <laughs> so that So, like, a lot of people associate skinny with healthy... And big with unhealthy Mm -hmm. when that's not necessarily the case because it's a lot of skinny, small people who are super clogged up and are full of plaque. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And they just, you know, got smaller, less space amounts to get their issue, you know, Mm -hmm. going on as opposed to a person who's larger with more mass. But the thing I wanted to say about the big people. So, quote unquote, is that, you know, the only way you will fall victim to some type of extreme, you know, disease case or, you know, be out in those um, statistics is if you don't do anything about about it. And you just, you know, allowing yourself to be mm. like that and you just dragging yourself along. But I've seen martial artists, for example, who practice and train every day and they've created enough force to overthrow that mass, mm-hmm. you know. So if you in control of that field you got that magnetic field, you can uh, stir it around. Yeah. That's it that connects. relationship you was bringing up earlier. That that um relationship your body and your uh, your spirit uh, has. You know that that mm-hmm. in sync, and harmony type of rhythm versus everything you know fighting and you know seeing who gonna have the best of you and your ego. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it's levels to it. So yeah, don't feel bad if you like you know a certain size and you listen to this. That man, just train. Start right now. In thirty days, sixty days you'll see a lot more improvement. Your body will be bowing down to how however you situate your mind. hmm
1: If you're watching this and you see my big ass at the end of the camera, so you know that this. Isn't <laughs> but you shots. you training
2: right now, you yeah. in the dojo.
1: Yeah, I'm in i I'm in a dojo and I've been around y'all, so my, my diet has changed over the years. I was about to years. say you,
3: you eat about as clean as anybody I know. You you got high standards when it comes to food. Yeah.
1: But I mean but but uh I mean it wasn't an overnight thing. It's definitely one of them things where I'm still trying to get in tune. And uh, one of the other things I want to talk—whatever, don't The
2: universe is infinite, bro. We always going to be improving. That's why I shook my head. We going to mm-hmm. be improving next lifetime, 30 lifetimes after that. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man.
1: Well, I guess I'm just trying to level up in this lifetime For a few sure. times right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I want to cover as we kind of talk about, like, just the the mindsets and kind of how we're, we're evolving is— we never really talked about kind of like our background to some extent as far as this particular area of things go and like how we kind of got to who we are. And I wanted to kind of discuss that with our viewers briefly and just, uh, cause I feel like we all at three different stages and I love that about us. That's what kind of makes the show, gives the show a lot of dynamic. And, um, and, uh, I will guess I will start with, uh, Kill. I'm going to start with you just because you in the middle. I feel mm-hmm. like you, uh, in between me and Asa in okay. a good way. And mm-hmm. I feel like we all in a good space. Not, not that one of mm-hmm. us better than the other. Yep. Just I know different. exactly what you're saying. You know what I mean? So give us a little background <clears throat> about some of the things that you kind of I got hip yeah.
3: to like esoteric yeah
1: exactly 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 and...
3: man i attribute that off rip to my bro for life uh cliff cliff note Clifton perry that fool uh in high school we uh went to cast tech cast tech cast tech awesome.
1: Oh, my God. All right, is Castest uh, freaking sponsoring the show now? Because the this same, happens every greatest, <laughs> greatest, greatest high school in the world. Oh. Uh,
3: and, you know, I I grew up in a traditional Christian. I don't know if my mom was Baptist or not or whatever, however, what denomination. But I grew up in a traditional Christian home. Uh, Didn't know anything outside of that. Then I got to high school and I met my brother Cliff. And He was training under uh, five percenters, and he came to me with some books. And one of the books I remember was called Illuminati six six six, and he gave it to me. When he tried to hand it to me, I'm like, "Bro, that's man, I can't take this, bro. This is some devil stuff, bro. are You talking about six six six? I take this home, my mom gonna kill me, bro. He like, bro, read the book. Like, don't just read the book." Broke down in a book and I'm reading it and there's one section where they were breaking down like at the time I was real heavy into like New World Order type stuff. They are breaking down like the back of a dollar bill. Take a dollar bill out, I'm looking like, oh my God. It's it's right there. That the... After that, I was avid. I was I was a rabbit reader, had tons of books, and then I started Actually, uh, printing out flyers. I was going to Wayne State at the time. I was printing out flyers about like breaking down the New World Order and all this different like numerology and all that. And I would be passing out different flyers and stuff like that. Actually, got kicked off of Wayne State campus because of that. But got heavy into the 5% teachings at an early age, probably like 17, 18 years old um carried that through into my mid 20s and then I started getting exposed once I moved from Detroit I lived in Detroit my whole life I moved out into the suburbs
2: mm.
3: uh Farmington Hills and West Bloomfield because I had a job out that way and it was just easier commute so I picked up my family moved them out there and got exposed to like a little bit more of like the esoteric Occult stuff um through some of my coworkers. But I didn't get to the level I'm at and what I believe now and what I hold true to myself until I met Asa and he started hitting me with just like stuff. When when I read stuff and I get like this feeling within my body like, oh wait a minute, this is this is what I was supposed to be knowing. Like everybody knows you get like a, a feeling when it's something that you tap into and it's like, oh, this is for me. This was meant for me. I was getting them like them butterflies in my stomach that that crazy feeling, like, man, I gotta I gotta read more about this. I gotta get more hip to this. But yeah, it it was it was that type of progression coming from five percent studies, um, Heavy into watching like uh, Alex Jones at the time. No. I do kind of like a quack right now, but I was I was watching Alex Jones DVDs like crazy. I was,
1: Alex Jones is nine eleven Road to tyranny. I would Still say he's not a quack. Man, he had an interview with Ti that was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He a quack in certain ways. If you if you follow him, I agree with that, because I think of some things he's probably not being 100 percent truthful because he needs to allow because he has to make it like bigger than life. And he's he's bigger than life now. But uh, from where he came from. But watch that. I will give yourself a solid hour. Watch that interview with T.I. He is a fascinating guy. Extremely intelligent. Mm -hmm. Extremely, extremely intelligent. But he also came prepared to light up Alex Jones' ass too. He came
2: prepared, <laughs> like he he. he so
3: was, is Alex Jones holding his own, or it was just like T.I. was exposing some of the stuff he was saying?
1: I, I think it's he T.I. leaves it to your perception, but he definitely puts it, he definitely makes it so Alex Jones don't got some validity in my mind when it comes to different things. But in the other areas, though, I was like, all right, Alex Jones really did done, done the, the the research. He didn't really been in that. You know what I mean? Like you can't deny what he actually knows. Mm-hmm. But in some areas, he was like, "Oh shit!" T.I. said. So you're telling me that you didn't get with the feds? And it was like, "What?" Yeah, like yeah. Alex Jones was like, "Damn, this motherfucker got me."
3: But uh, yeah. I mean that that was me. That that was how I came to where I'm at presently. Where I'm like heavy into esoteric, um, occultic, uh, just, just I'm, I'm uh a lover of knowledge yeah
1: that's what i say you're just a lover of knowledge man. yeah, I, yeah. and, and we'll, i want to get to us but we'll, but then i want to return to you because you got some on your neck that i want to speak to after we kind of get Isis. Are you yeah. talking about
3: these crystals my
1: babies yes 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 sir but i i want to get us kind of like because i think I'm, i've never really heard your path to kind of who you became who you are i know i know i know bits and pieces like i'm just a regular joe bro but with, oh, what's the, god
3: god anybody that knows Asa knows it's not true
1: I've
2: seen the motherfucker fly before
1: all right <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyways what's the specific question Just, just kind of
1: like into your current level of knowledge and and your Where place. did it start what what, what kind of like what kind of what, what was your what was your your path to to that yeah, so not necessarily
2: life journey but specifically the yeah, knowledge yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah how you developed your mindset yes, that question Yes yes oh, Okay cool yeah. cool thanks for clarifying so, for me <laughs> So, um, like a kill, I learned about um who I was and had a a knowledge itself at its uh first spark or whatever in high school, but that was just information to me, and I didn't really take it to heart until after high school, I say about nineteen twenty my uh grandmother died, and then I was like, dang like why if we god I know Jesus ain't real and this and that, and blah blah blah." And I'm thinking all these things and like what I believe at the time, but then it hit me like, if I really want to do something, I gotta, if I really want to change and stop people from dying, I gotta learn to do something. And that's when I started taking the health seriously and started seeing the relationship that health has. And, you know, somebody understanding, you know, themselves. Cause at the end of the day, you can read whatever, but if you don't have the mental, mental faculties available to really comprehend, then it's a, it's a wrap. So I started taking health a lot more serious and just, you know, balancing those two out. But, um, like a kid, man, it's just been like a consistent journey. Like I just thrive and get hungry and on off of that. Like, Oh, I'm about to learn about how I could get even more capable, you know, cause it's not about, it used to be about power to me, but it's now I'm seeing the power in capability and mm-hmm. people's personal, you know, abilities and the the elimination of the limitations that we used to put on ourselves, believing mm-hmm. and whatever, breaking all that down. Because at the end of the day, anything I could do, you could do. Anything Jeff Bezos could do, we could. It's just about positioning mm-hmm. and people mapping mm-hmm. it out and manifesting it, you know, and seeing a true potential. But that's that's where I really um thrive and get happy off of. You know, now just learning about self, learning about how to uh, help restore people I love, and you know, anything and in, in telling that type of vibe.
1: You said something real big that I uh, that I held on to, in that that piece was like you saw. You said the word comprehension, and I feel like it's big because I think people don't have a don't comprehend a lot of the times what's being said, therefore they dismiss it. Right?
2: Have you ever heard somebody say dark matter? Yes. How many people do you think really understand what dark matter is? Uh, really? none.
1: Mm-hmm. None. Exactly, including Dave.
2: Include. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would say he he including. Dave. I would say including a lot of scientists, right? Who go across that word every single day, right? But that's the difference between like knowing about something, knowing how to spell it, knowing like about yeah black people are gods or they did okay that's cool that's amazing ancient kemet ancient egypt you know about it but do you understand how they did that if not shut your ass up yeah and we got work to do Mm yeah you know and and
1: and it's unfortunate because the in the world we live in man everybody is a know-it-all on facebook and instagram and youtube Mm -hmm. and they pass out all this information and it it convolutes and dilutes the actual information. You know what I mean? And it makes it so people are less uh, are more skeptical and less likely to kind of like find out for themselves the truth because one, they either feel like the person who's telling them something who hasn't done any research is correct, or they they realize that they're full of shit and then they they completely uh, stop believing and whatever. Um, or they don't even give something the opportunity to kind of grow in them. Based on them. Part, part of the reason, yeah,
3: yeah, part of the reason why, uh deactivated my social media accounts i was it was getting too much like i was getting overwhelmed with like booty pictures on ig you're never overwhelmed (laughs) with that (laughs) that's okay but the the like you said the pseudo fake Geniuses man like everybody is an expert yeah. I went to high school with you bro you are not that deep yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> there are two I, things
0: that I love bringing up in conversations like this because and they tell you about things that people don't understand one confirmation bias Two, Dunning-Kruger effect. So confirmation bias means you are far more likely to believe something that adheres to what you already believe. Yep. Um, and then Dunning-Kruger effect is a real mental condition. It's a real mental problem that everybody has. Everybody, where the less you know about something, the more likely you believe you're an expert at
3: it. Oh, mm. makes perfect sense. I and, like then, those. and then, and then the other it. one
0: is like, so it, like, it, like when you, If you try to factually argue with somebody, like and try to just sit down and have a rational conversation with them, challenging someone's core beliefs literally lights up the same receptors in the brain as getting punched in the nose does. It triggers that that, fight-or-flight response, and that's why people tend to dig in. Like instead of listening and having a conversation, that's why people dig in because you're challenging their core beliefs, and it triggers that fight-or-flight response.
1: And they operate wow. straight
0: out of pride and ego. <laughs> wow.
1: This is, You remember that uh, argument we had about uh, allergies like two weeks ago? In my house? Yes. It was it was the exact day because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> when I was going all in, I went in my back. <laughs> I went deep in the back. That fool said, everybody's allergies are exactly the same. I was like, what? Yeah, Did well, you just say? I mean, it's got some truth to it. <laughs> Hey, I know what See, again. I was making that up as I went It just sounded <laughs> good because I was fighting Against whatever you had to fucking say But
3: what I'm also realizing In this growth, we talk about growth <laughs> lying, Which is ridiculous Is I'm taking stuff less personally now Which is a uh, phenomenal space to be
1: in You that's a, like that's two a, hours I had to almost oh, drown bro, I listen, almost, almost drowned on the kayak listen, And then the kid was like, you know what, just do my bro <laughs> oh,
3: that's a that's another hilarious story. This fool we get we uh go kayaking and this fool Booze <laughs> tips over in point seven seconds. <laughs> Kept his hat on and glasses.
1: Like, how did you what?
3: And was holding on to the uh instructor for deal life, hey man, hey <laughs> like, Oh my god, Booze almost died on the deck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. fun times. That was a good trip though. And then my then uh. with ego, he's like, "You wanna you wanna just do a tandem with me? Nah, man, I got it. I got him shaking like a leaf. <laughs> nah, man, put me back in the water. Put me back in the cut game, coach. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man, before you kayak, make sure you are comfortable swimming and. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're crossing the Detroit River and a boat that is the size of a, a big a chair. A shoe. A shoe, there we go. Like you said in a shoe, bro. Be confident because it is actual waves and current in that motherfucker. Boy. Boy, oh boy. Um so this is uh just something I wanted to touch on quickly because we get into it's gonna be a short episode, but um So a friend of mine said, Yeah, I don't believe in stones the other day. Crystals. And, uh, crystals. And I was like, well, you know, she was like, like, wow, they they talk about vibrations vibrating what? Or something along those lines. And I said, well, science says, like, the molecules on this table are are vibrating at a certain speed and (laughs) makes it solid. So why wouldn't those stones be (laughs) vibrating too? And maybe have a different vibration level and maybe be in tune with your body somehow. You might not necessarily know how it impacts you. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist, nor am I an expert on the esoteric. So mm-hmm. I'm just giving you where my middle ground of knowledge comes together and says, yo, this has some truth to it based off of the information that I receive from these different areas. So why do you wear your stones? Just, just quickly. Uh,
3: I mean, for some people, it might be like the placebo effect mm-hmm. where like. I didn't convince myself that they have some type of power, but for me, I felt the energy. Yeah, you know, my youngest daughter's mom is heavy into crystals. Heavy, them boys is all around the house. She do yoga classes with them, and I've physically felt and seen the effects. So I can only talk for myself. Mm. I'm not in the business of convincing people of stuff that they don't believe. So for me, I have felt and seen the effects of the crystals. And then I've I've read, you know what I'm saying? I've actually took the time to dive into like, why this like, they literally are formed from the earth. What is know? the
1: name? Is that a study? Is that like a particular philosophy that is attributed with that particular concept of the stones uh, having this, uh, or the gems and stones having? I'm sure it is, but I don't.
2: Stowology on that back. Yeah. <laughs> crystalology, Mesorology. crystalology, Yeah,
3: but you know, I I don't know the actual name of the, but it's hundreds and thousands of books.
1: We're going to follow
2: back up with this. I'm gonna, I'm or gonna... we could just Google it like a kill dead one. Call oh, COVID. No, I mean, dude,
0: I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, so uh, like, there's a, I, I mean, like, I, I kind of saw something similar work. Uh, like, when you have a kid, if you've got, a like, a, a baby that's going through teething, um, and everybody knows that's a horrible time. Um, I mean, I wanted to do what my grandparents did, which was just put a little whiskey on your gums. Uh, I was overruled. Uh, <laughs> but so I went and researched and found uh, these Baltic amber necklaces. mm mm-hmm. uh, um and I, man i have never seen such a drastic turnaround mm. in just you know what call it healing energies called i don't care if it's a placebo mm-hmm. I, I don't know that placebos can work on a baby cuz they don't know enough yeah, exactly. to know that they're being given a placebo <laughs> yep. um but it it absolutely worked
2: yeah wow mm-hmm.
3: and that's just a, a heavy metal that's just you know that's just the effects it
2: doesn't matter what you believe in the sun is hot. I don't believe that. It, okay, right. And keep moving, bro. Good luck. Yep. Good luck with that.
3: It's it's all up to your interpretation. How you take it. It's not going to affect me one way or the other.
1: And it didn't affect me at all. Like it really didn't bother me as much as I felt like uh, she had a bad experience. And was closing off everything in that realm as a result of, like, giving somebody 150 bucks for a reading that was bullshit. When I I first started eating a little cleaner, probably about 10, 12 years ago, I
3: had the worst experience. Like, but I didn't do it properly. I went from eating hamburgers and fries from White Castles to, like, (laughs) vegan, like, in a day or two. So my body was rejecting that like I was I had cold chills, I got
2: sick. I was throwing up like crazy. AKA the body in its amazingly intelligent ways was creating avenues to get the nonsense out your body. We mm-hmm. call it sick and we get scared, but we should be grateful and feel blessed because that's the actual situation that's really mm-hmm. occurring in real space and time to evacuate the gook and the nonsense that you don't want in the body. Like the my brother
3: place. always says, the body is always trying to protect you. Period. So like, if I'd have went by that first experience, oh my god, that was terrible. I'm yeah. not... I'm da- white castles. Let me get two <laughs> double sliders with cheese. Like I'm back on the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that first initial reaction my body had was what it was supposed to Ooh,
1: be. Good example. You never work out your whole life. You get your ass whooping to work out. You know what I mean? And you sore as hell the next day, <laughs> yeah, right? And you're like, oh, I'm never doing that again. Right. My body said no. It's like now nah, your body's trying to figure out what the fuck to do now because it didn't <laughs> you, right, you didn't write to in a long time. But it's
3: it's actual facts that working out helps increase all kinds of good shit going on in your body. Good vibes. Yeah. Release of endorphins.
2: Um, like, this whole show is tying in, too, because that goes back to what you said, what you brought up about comprehension. Because if you do that and then you understand why you all Mm. sore, you about to just chill, relax, do water, do hydrating electrolyte foods, potassium rich foods or whatever, and get back to it, you know, when you can. And then start doing it more consistent so you could ease up off that, you know, Mm. painful feeling. Yep.
1: Well, guys, this was a dope, dope show. Man, we freestyle the show, y'all. We, uh, we, are the, we are the goats. <laughs>
2: hey, hey. We, Eight, right. 18 episodes in, we have the bro. greatest uh, consistency. Shit. man. That's, how, that's that Joe Dispenza you was talking about. The more and more you do something, the more and more you create the neural pathways yeah. that really allow, yeah. you know, Ooh. whatever that happens. Like a street being yeah. a, a freeway being mapped out so you can drive a car. Bro,
3: that's crazy that you said that. I literally, last night going to sleep, listened to... Uh, a little YouTube, like 15, 20-minute Dr. Joe Dispenza. When I meet him, I'm going to hug that dude. That dude has affected me in so many ways. Where he literally was talking about how your past memories are like a freeway. Mm. It's like, you know, real easy to access. Go if you, you get on some. that boy and it's, boom, 70 miles per hour. You just end it, boom. Your memories, uh, anger, fear. And when you wake up in the morning, it's like if you exist in that type of mindset, your brain is automatically going to start your morning off like
2: that. Mm.
3: Like, damn, man. What As opposed to living in the present. My
2: bad. You good. I just and think that since you went to cash, you should be able to spell out for me and vo- voos. Vroom. Vroom.
3: Vroom. Vroom. V-R-O-M.
2: Not so you spelled it like a four-year-old.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I spelled it like uh, Batman in, from the seventies. Oh, yeah. v- pow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bam, Damn. Biff, right? Thwack, oh. thwack. <laughs> that dude was making up words. What the hell is thwack?
1: I, swear hey, I was, thwack was on you there. Got it though. Understood. You understood. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the sound of a hand <laughs> slapping your <thwack>. face. <laughs> but nah, living in the present, as he described it, uh, present future because your know, present dictates your future. It's like that uh, dirt road that don't nobody go down. And every morning, if you go down that road, like you got to force yourself to go down that road. Eventually, the path is going to start, like the grass is going to start laying down because you, you keep going out, So now it's familiar. Mm. Like,
2: damn, okay. Can you do this? This though is, this is cool. Voice, though?
3: I can't. I cannot.
1: Because
2: if you can get familiar. <laughs> Meditation. As,
3: have a Meditation. A, yes.
1: Yes. In yes. another lifetime, Asa was definitely like uh, an impressionist <laughs> or, or something. Me out of the boys down Um But yeah, we're gonna wrap it up for this episode, guys. Do you want to do any quick appreciations before we move on? Always,
3: you guys. You want to go first, Young
2: have Asa? You've been reading Nora Michelle Obama's book.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man, Black Lightning uh, was supposed to be Black Lightning. We gotta bring that Black up. Black Lightning so, today, man. You seem uh, like you got Mighty assertive
3: Uh oh Our super dope guest Just stepped in For episode two It's but six feet ish Yeah Cause I'm about to ask you A couple questions Ish <laughs> I
2: just You know I really don't
1: have No questions about this I wanna, You know We We, we, we uh So what We gonna, you gonna wrap up say? Huh
2: What's your message? None of is? my black owned business Oh
3: no, ooh, That's ooh, so fly ooh, ooh. You wanna hit your Appreciations real fast
2: I would like to appreciate my mother for popping me out the womb 32 years ago. Gang, gang. Yeah, buddy. And I would like to thank all of my babysitters from the past that had to deal with my bad black
3: ass. Nice segue to the next episode. Gang,
2: gang. Gang, gang. Yeah.
3: I want to appreciate my brother, Brad Scott, Jason Clark, for plugging me to... This little network with the psychedelic conference. Uh, peace to Mama Ayana for being the the backbone of this whole setup. After our illustrious Baba Kalende ascended, um, this this is a dope experience. Dope experience. I was talking to Booze last night, and I was, you know, in my in my little ego and stuff. I was stressing out, and he just This is why I love my brothers because. You got to have people that keep you balanced in your life. And he was just like, yo, just address this like this and handle this like this and talk. And I did everything that he said and it worked out perfectly, perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Put me completely at ease. The little bit of stress that I was having about the situation put me completely at ease. So that's I appreciate you secondhand.
1: Oh, man, appreciate you. No problem. I said second hand, man. That was like a backhanded appreciation. Oh, well, you know shit. I'm happy to be make the make the team. Uh my appreciation goes for uh just anybody who's ever listened to the show. Um it's always real flattering You, to,
2: you. And
1: this goes out to you, you. All 25 you, of
2: y'all. And, and I know you. like
1: eleven of them are like It ain't twenty five, bro. You got like five racks out here, man.
3: Don't do that, bro. Don't.
1: Anybody who's listening to the show, just because feels wow. real good to see that people actually listen to it. Um, and then um, it's like people who listen to the show and start like posting on IG before I even post about us having the show out, which lets me know that like, damn, y'all looking for it now. And it's like, man, that's a really good feeling to just know that, like this information is actually valued and appreciated. Um, it feels good to be with my brothers at all times, but it's also even better to know that somebody's actually getting something from the show. And um, so Factory. thank you guys for uh, fueling us to, to come up here to give you um, some information, to talk with people, to, to just explore ourselves and our minds and our thoughts. And, um, yeah. Factory. All right. So we're going to close out um, this episode. And thank you, Dave. Thank you, everybody. And we out. Peace.